0: Welcome to the Giants Huddle. Get him in the huddle, get him in the huddle, get him in the huddle. The New York Giants Podcast. Welcome to another edition of the Giants Huddle Podcast, which you can hear on Giants.com, the Giants mobile app, and your favorite podcast platform. I'm Lance Meadow, and we are now joined by a very special guest, one of the newest additions to the Giants defense, and that is none other than Marcus Golden. Marcus, so glad you could join us. How's everything?
1: Oh, Everything's great. Thanks for having me today. I'm happy to be on with you guys and talk some, talk some good stuff.
0: Absolutely. Well, looking forward to getting to know you a little bit more in depth. But let's start from a big picture perspective, Marcus. You've had a few months to become acclimated with the organization. What has it been like to be put back into the mix of a James Betcher defense which you already have so much familiarity with
1: oh it's been great it's been a blessing number one I've been able to last couple years I ain't been healthy I haven't been feeling healthy around this time so I've been rehabbing the last couple years doing uh, OTAs I haven't been able to be with the guys be out there getting better myself so I feel great man I feel 100% man I just feel like myself again and I've been out there running around and having fun and then uh, most important I feel good to be a giant
0: Absolutely. And the fact that you have familiarity with the scheme, you also joined forces with Antoine Bethea, who you're with in Arizona, Kareem Martin. How much do the three of you look at as mentors or individuals that could help whether it be veterans who were on the defense last year, even new guys understand the ins and outs of what James Betcher is asking out of you guys.
1: Oh yes that's true uh, being in this defense before I played three years in coach best defense so I know exactly what he wants. I know what type of guys he like I know what he like when you're running around playing football being physical so I help the guys out a lot anytime you guys have a question whether it's a rookie or a vet I'm always be there to help them. in. Also uh, o- Olsen Pierre he's been out been here been with us before so he's been able to help guys too so we just all working together, man, building as a team and uh, trying to get each other better. And that's what's, what, that's what's the most important.
0: 2017 was when you were last with James Betcher. 2018, you had to learn a new defense with Steve Wilkes. Has it essentially picked up where you left off when now you've returned to this scheme? What was that process like?
1: Uh man, I didn't play in a four three. I didn't play in um outside linebacker. I was a defensive end in college. So it's no matter what defense I will get put in, I know I know what to do. As long as I learn it, give me a few weeks to study. I'm I'm real big on watching film and studying, and I'm always able to learn. But ain't that no, once you stand up as an outside linebacker, man, you don't want to get back in that three point stance. And so it it was it was hard to get in the three point stands. But other than that, like I was just trying to get healthy last year. So no excuses. I just I, I push myself every day, no matter what. And now I'm finally healthy. No brace, knee feeling good. So I'm just excited just to get back out there and compete and and being healthy and be myself again.
0: Well, and let's talk about that process. For the listeners that are unaware, 2016, you have a breakout year. Unfortunately, 2017, you tear your ACL. So at this time last year, Marcus, as we turn the clock backwards, I mean, you're right through the rehab process. Yes. How far have you grown as a player, both mentally and physically, from this time last year to where we stand right now?
1: Um, one, I always been a no excuses guy, man. So no matter what happened to me, I, I've always pushed myself to work hard, no excuses, and that's just how my family is. My mom, my dad taught me that as a kid. So whatever come my way I try to learn from it and with the injury I just learned from it. Uh, still studied a lot, still push myself in rehab every day and uh battle through it, man. That's what I'm all about, battling through it and competing, not just for myself but for my teammates and most of all for my family. I got two kids, so I was always battling and working hard for them and so that's what I'm about. So I've been able to to grow it, it helped me out a lot growing as a player growing as a better man and uh, had a lot of help and support so I can't say I did it myself but it uh, everything happened for a reason I'm just ready to get out there and battle back man and compete
0: and I believe that was really your first major injury that you had ever suffered during your football career right
1: yes yes and it, it kind of happened you know it happened weird way I got a little friendly fire my teammate took me out and caught, took me out so man but uh so it hurt it, I rather, I would have rather hurt myself than getting took out like that but At the end of the day, man, everything happened for a reason, and uh, no matter what, you got to battle back from it, and that's my mindset, and uh, I'm ready for whatever come at me.
0: Well, given the fact that it was your first time, really, where you had to go through the grind of a rehab process, what is it like to be a spectator? You played high school football. You played college football. You've been ingrained in the daily routine of practice. To take a step back, to see the game from a different angle, what was that like?
1: Uh, To be real, that was the hardest part for me, just watching the guys play and uh, not being able to be out there with them not being able to get out there and compete, because I love the game, man. I love everything about it. I love to grind. I love to get myself better to be able to perform at a high level on Sundays. And I wasn't able to do that last off season. I was busy rehabbing, and, and uh, I was couldn't really learn the plays. But like I said, man, I, I still had the mindset, no excuses. You got to do whatever you got to do to get out there. And that's what I did. So I was happy that I was able to battle back. And at the end of the day, I, I, I know I gave my all
0: number of your former Cardinals teammates went through torn ACLs. I believe Carson Palmer, Tyron Matthews, Sam Bradford even. How much did you lean on other players who experienced something to know what you were up against throughout the course of this process?
1: Uh, a, lot of guys, a lot of guys helped me. All three of those guys you just explained uh, helped me out a lot through the process and gave me a lot of advice. And then after that, man, I feel like uh, some you got to go through yourself. After you get the advice and all of that, you still got to wake up and then attack it every day. And you still got to get out there and make yourself better. And, That was my mindset. No matter what, no excuses, get out there, make yourself better for when I get back on the field, I'll be able to compete. And that's what I did. And that's why I was happy with uh, my results, no matter what, because I know I gave it my all every day.
0: Marcus, I want to read you a comment that James Betcher said when he recently spoke to the media, and he highlighted you specifically when he was talking about the outlook of this defense. Quote, don't ever forget that before that he was one of the best pass rushers in this league, referring to you before the torn ACL, your 2016 season. People had to plan for him. I know that because I was one of the guys calling the plays for him on defense. I saw what he was able to do when he was healthy and running around. I love how he's moving right now. I love his work, end quote. How much are you motivated when you hear what James Betcher sees in you to get back to that 2016 production?
1: Oh, I didn't even, I didn't even know he said that, man. But I, JB, man, he's been, uh, since my rookie year, been pushing me, man, since the day I met him. Since I first the first day I stepped to Arizona, he was pushing me to be great. So I, I love him for that, man. He helped me out a lot through my career, and I'm glad to be back with him. And at the end of the day, man, I got I always looked at myself as a guy, guy that got up that's going to work hard, and I got to get out there and make plays. That's how I feel about myself. And uh, it, when I stopped feeling like that, I wouldn't even want to play the game no more. So I'm hard on myself, man, and I want to get out there and work hard and push myself. And uh, no matter what, man, I, one thing, I appreciate the good words and everything, but I know I got to grind every day, man. And I, I know I got to get out there and perform and give results. And that's what I'm about. And that's what I look forward to being healthy and everything. I'll be able to get out there and compete at a high level. I feel 100%, and I'm ready for the grind.
0: Well, Marcus, you certainly had results in that 2016 season 12 and a half sacks. You were third in the NFL. What was it about your fit that year? Why did everything seem to click? And how much fun were you having during that season?
1: Uh, to be real, man, I was able to work. I was able to work, man. Um, last last couple of years, I haven't been able to do my regular routine uh, working out in the off season. I was rehabbing all all year last year, man. The year before that, I was rehabbing, so. I I was able to get out and work. I was able to prepare myself that year, and uh, that's what I'm able to do right now. And I've been doing that, grinding through OTAs out there, flying around, running. After this, I'll be able to keep my workout going, go work with my trainers and everything. And that's what I'm excited about. I'm excited about actually being a football this off season, football player, actually being a football player this off season instead of being a guy that's just rehabbing his knee. So I'm excited, man. And at the end of the day, I'm just ready to compete, man. I'm just I look forward to competing with whoever and uh, I look forward to battling against whoever
0: well you have a lot of players within your position group and a big part of you thriving in your position Marcus is having that complimentary guy on the opposite side the reason I bring that up when you look at your collegiate career Shane Ray at Missouri right you had opposite you Chandler Jones in Arizona how important is it for somebody like you who makes a name to get to the quarterback to have that guy on the opposite side that you could play off of
1: yes yeah, so it's football man is not boxing is not boxing it's, not boxing. <laughs> it's, a, it's it's a team sport. It's a team sport all the way around so you gotta have guys on the inside you gotta have coverage uh, in the back end we gotta be able to get to the quarterback to help those guys that's covering. So, it all plays in one. You gotta have a great defensive coordinator, which we got, in uh, Coach Betch. And so, it's all it's all coming together, I man, and every day, you just gotta get out there and push yourself every day. You got Kareem Martin, you got Zoe Carter, and uh, you just got all them guys that's ready to push themselves no matter what. And I love working with those guys, and from the work we've been putting in and the mindset we've been having, I feel like we can be big for us. We just gotta, gotta keep pushing ourselves every day.
0: How can you tell whether chemistry is built amongst you and your teammates? What what are some of the things that you look for specifically during the off-season program?
1: Communication, communication. Me, I'm the type of guy every day I'm communicating. You might get tired of me, but I don't care. I'm going to keep communicating with you every day, every day. And that's how you build it. You got to build it through communicating, to working together on the field, to knowing what somebody like, Like I always ask uh, BJ, hey, what you like? What you like to do on this play? What you like to do on the other play? Uh, same with RJ. So that's the thing about it. Just communicating with the guys, getting out there every day, pushing each other at the same time. And uh, that's, that's what builds the team camaraderie, just being together and pushing each other, man. And that's what I'm about. How much did you
0: experience that, or see the importance of that, when you went back to your high school career in St. Louis, as well as throughout your tenure at Missouri?
1: Uh, really, I just always man, me, I always been a leader. I always been a leader, on and off the field, man. And uh, it's just that's just who I am. I'm gonna come to work every day, work hard, give my all at everything, and hopefully everybody else follow my lead and and get out there and work hard with me, man. And cause I'm gonna grind it out no matter what. I, that's just who I am. So I feel like if you work hard and give it your all. At the end of the day, it's going to work out. That's that's how it's been for me my whole life. You work hard and you give it your all every day. Don't take no day off, not even a little bit. At the end of the day, you're going to get the results that you want. So I'm going to stick to my routine until it don't work for me.
0: Well, and I think, Marcus, it speaks volumes of your work ethic. And I want to take you back to your high school tenure because I was reading an interesting article and it talked about how Your mother has had a great deal of influence in terms of really developing your football career. Because I believe when you were in high school, sophomore year, you changed schools. Yeah. Then you returned to Afton High School, which is where you started. And her message to you really registered with you and put you on the right track. What was that moment like? where things just all of a sudden opened up and you knew, hey, this is what I have to do to flourish as a football player.
1: Yeah, I had to change schools. This little stuff happened, man. The guys was bullying my little cousin and stuff, so that's what happened, man. I ended up fighting the guy because he was bullying my girl cousin, and I got a little trouble, man, and had to go to another school. And I learned from the situation, man. I, I'm glad that that situation happened because it turned me into the man I am, and I remember my mom telling me, hey, uh, Marcus, you, uh, you a guy that can— be something in life. My mom just hard on me, always been hard on me. Great woman, nice and everything, but I'ma tell you now, she don't play, man. And and so she, she was hard on me, man, just told me, hey, when you go back to this school, when you see people uh, sitting alone by themselves, you need to go out, go sit with them. You see if somebody that's lonely and ain't got friends, you need to be the one to talk to them. So, man, I always everything my mom ever told me, I took it to heart and did exactly what she said. And then once I start being a better guy, man, stuff started, started opening up for me. So I got to give my mom credit, and also my dad. My dad pushed me too every day. Without my mom, my dad, uh, it, I wouldn't be here right now. From junior college going to junior college, my dad t- t- telling me, man, you gonna make it. Just keep going, keep going. My mom too. So I them a lot man a lot of credit for me being here and that's part of the reason I work hard today still just to be able to make my family happy and uh make myself happy too man because I know what I can do and I just want to keep pushing myself and I want to keep getting better every day
0: well I believe you also have two older brothers yes. if I'm correct and they push uh I-, I was reading how you had rooms designated to work on your football craft or your football maneuvers growing up
1: yes yes my two big brothers uh Emmanuel and Sherman man uh <laughs> I was the youngest of them, and they always pushed me every day. My brother, man, he was hard on me, too. Uh, rather we was in the neighborhood, a little kid want to play football. They run in the house and get me, had me playing against people every day. So my big brothers, they pushed me a lot, and uh, just competing against them every day just b- brought a lot of toughness, man. We from a tough neighborhood, and we was able to stick together as, a, as brothers and be able to help each other out every day. And, it worked out for us. So I appreciate them, too.
0: Well, and I think that was reflected in the latter part of your high school career because I think what's interesting, and most people don't realize this, you were an extremely successful running back in yeah. your last two years of high school. I mean, I have the numbers here. You ran for over 2,000 yards, 30 touchdowns as a senior. You were also a very good defensive player. Why did you transition solely to just defense at Missouri? was there an option to continue to pursue the running back spot
1: yes my first offer uh sophomore year coach Ford from Missouri told me hey Marcus you can play whatever you want we, we like you at running back <laughs> and uh so I want to play running back I'll play running back since I was a little league at Matthew Dickey Boys and Girls Club so i always been a running back but then I had a talk with my uh, high school coach Dan Oliver and he told me he said Marcus uh, I love you at running back but I feel like you can have a better career and make it to the NFL playing defense and and uh, tackling guys instead of getting hit. So I was like, oh, coaching. I took his word for it. talked to my dad. My dad felt the same way, and I was like, okay. My mom, she was kind of upset. She loved to see me score a touchdown, but she understood. She understood, and uh, I'm glad I made that decision.
0: Have you tried to convince Gary Pinkle, your head coach in Missouri, to maybe throw a few offensive plays your way during your college career? (laughs) Yeah, I tried to. (laughs) He
1: wasn't having it. He was just telling me, get out there on defense and sack the quarterback and get some takeaways, man. So I'm glad I made that decision, and uh, it led me to this where I'm at now, and I still use my running back skills to this day.
0: Well, and that leads me to my next question, because I think your versatility on the offensive side of the ball as a high school player, I don't think many people realize it actually can help your craft in getting at the quarterback. So how does that correlate?
1: Oh, it, uh, Greatly, it, it helps greatly because uh, you run a lot of text games and stuff like that uh, I'm able to take a step in and, and be able to cut like a running back on some plays. So some days I'll be feeling like a running back still when I get out on the field and, and that's what I'm about, man I'm about using all my skill sets that I was able to learn from playing a game for, for a long time And uh, it's been working out for me And that's what I do every day I'm trying to find a, another thing to get better at And uh, being a running back on offense in high school And my whole life, for real, has helped me do that a lot
0: Well, Pat Shermer, Mike Shula may be open to some ideas, Marcus. So, you know, you you may want to relate what you're telling me right now to them here.
1: No, man. St. Quine, man, he got one of the best backs in the the league, man. So I let him take care of that.
0: Absolutely. Well, I think it's very interesting to see how hard you've worked throughout the course of your career. And, you know, as we wrap up here, how much did your experience growing up in St. Louis, Marcus, and what you went through at the high school level, the community college level, how much did that truly shape who you are today now that you're a father?
1: Yes, uh, man. Being from St. Louis, man, and growing up, it was tough, man. You, I can't sit here and act like it was everything was all great and sunshine, cause it wasn't, man. But it, it just made me tough as a kid growing up in St. Louis, Missouri, and. Uh, Everything I went through, man. Uh, even when I, after high school, had a little problems and stuff, uh, was able to bounce back from that. Just having toughness and having support from my family, and going to junior college, man, it got even tougher. But I always look back to St. Louis and knowing where I come from, and I always felt like, man, what I've been through as a kid and being able to get through growing up. Uh, if I can do that, I could do anything. So getting there going to Mizzou from there and doing the same thing and uh one thing I always want to point out is the support man because without the support that I have from family members from friends from old teachers I wouldn't have been able to do it and I appreciate all those people that helped me get here and uh it's just, it's just a blessing, man. I'm living the dream every day. I wake up every day smiling. I wake up every day working hard. And then after that, man, my kids, I love my kids, man. Uh, my daughter and my son, and, and they my motivation. So I get up every day working hard for them and just grinding, man. And I then off of myself, man, I know what I can do on the field. Uh, everything else is cool, but I, at the end of the day, I always want to be respected by the way I play the game. And uh, I was hurt last year. So I feel like they kind of forgot about me, man. So <laughs> so that's what I'm about. I'm about competing at the end of the day, man. I'm about competing, and uh, I want you to judge me off off what I do on the field, and, and I look forward to getting out there and competing. Well,
0: we know James Betcher taking notice. I'm sure the fans will follow. And from one city slicker to another, I'm sure the transition, now that you're in the New York area, has been nothing for you, essentially. Is that a safe assumption?
1: Yeah, yeah, it's been okay. It's <laughs> been okay, man. I like it out here, man, and... Uh, I've been enjoying myself. Like I said, all the people here have been nice, man, just everybody from my teammates to the coaches to everybody in the building. And so they've been helping me out, and it's been an easy easy transition, man, and I'm excited just to get out here and help the community and do anything that I can do to help, and I'm, I'm prepared and ready for
0: it. Well, Marcus, we're excited to watch you produce in year one with the Giants. Really appreciate you taking the time. Enjoyed the conversation. I wish you the best of luck moving forward.
1: Yes, sir. Thanks for having me today.
0: You got it. That was the newest addition to the Giants defense, Marcus Golden. As you are listening to the latest edition of the Giants Huddle Podcast, which you can hear on Giants.com, the Giants mobile app, and your favorite podcast platform. Lance Meadows signing off. We'll speak to you next week right here on the Giants Huddle Podcast.